Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Just Another Nick, Jason West, and Saznak. Coming up on TMS... Una Lipa. Lawnmower Cat. Heroin Tight. Not an Eagle Scout. When the Rubber is Tight. Brain Parking. South Park Connection. Godzilla versus Fakeroni. Full Frontal Phlebotomy. Seeing Red, then Gray, then Black. Squib Game. Scuba and JFEG. Do dogs have names? Because I, like, seriously wanted to know. $50 Cafeteria. Mainlining Conan with Steven. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Do you think dogs have names for us? Whoa. Is that what they're saying? Our names? Our real names? <laughs> no, I'm good. No, no, I mean it. This is the morning stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Big ol' freaking dirt blanket. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for February 5th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. How are you, Scott? I'm good, Brian. I'm all right. I'm, I got energy today. I don't know why, because I slept like garbage, but uh, that's because I ate too late. And when I eat too late, I get heartburn. Oh, I'm going to get heartburn. I can't mistake. sleep. Yep. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. You know, when you were when you were 22, you could just sit down and eat a whole pizza at midnight and then sleep mm-hmm. till, you know, nine or 10 in the morning and not feel a thing. Yeah. Not there's uh, there's something to be said for uh, getting old and eating dinner around 5.30, 6 p.m. every night. Yeah, yeah, there is. And I don't like what it says. <laughs> <laughs> it says we're old now, and uh, this is the way yeah, our lives you know are. What? Whatever. We do what we have to do. Embrace what we have, I suppose. Uh, Plus, I get hungry about 5 o'clock, 5.30, mm. so I'm, I'm ready ready to start eating 5.30 or 6. I am, too. I used to laugh at people. It's like, you're eating at 5? What is this, the... What, it, what do they call that down in Florida? The whatever special? The early bird? The blue plate blue plate special? Yeah. Oh, early bird special, right. Blue, uh, early bird special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And they, uh, you know, I used to think that was funny. It's like, ah, you guys, mm-hmm. what are you going to go to mm-hmm. bed at 9.30? Yeah, like some kind of... watch Matlock and call it a night? Yeah. And now I'm like, what time is it? It's 9.30. I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, Honey, where's Matlock streaming? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty lame. But anyway, whatever. This is who we are and it's how we do. Um... All right, we we missed Thursday. Uh, obviously, we told we you about it in both pre-show and post-show, but never in the main show. <laughs> well, we put it in the right. title, so the title. We put it in the title, about. exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, people got the got the message. 
Um, but I did it because I had a doctor's appointment. It was the only time I could get in. My doctor's very in demand and trying to get in to see her is hard unless you lock into whatever dates they have. So that's why I did it. Now, here's the funny thing. Everything went great. By the way, perfect visit for a doctor visit. This 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 whole visit was uh, top notch from top to bottom until the very end because all the numbers that we've been watching to keep in check mm-hmm. were better, some way better. Uh, blood sugar's great. My um, uh, blood pressure, which is high every time I go in there, was not. It was like well into the normal range. Very um, good. I got labs back. Labs showed everything was great. Uh, just, just a peachy visit felt real good about all of it. Uh, went in a little nervous thinking, Oh, it was kind of shitty during the holidays. Maybe this, you know, it's, it's been six months. This is going to be bad. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Apparently what I've been doing has been good. So all of that worked out great. So at the end she says, all right, we're going to do a a quick blood draw, uh, for these additional tests we want to do. And we'll get your results. I've already got those. Those were all awesome too. They were just like cholesterol and all that. And, um, to get it, we had to have somebody take the blood. No problem. I've done this 50 times there. It's not a big deal. They take me in this room. Uh, they send me in there with this uh, nice young girl who who I I can only assume she's done a few of these. I don't know. She's got yeah, the phlebotomist, uh, you know, vibe or whatever. And uh, <laughs> she gives off this phlebotomist vibe. Yeah. Like, uh, and I don't yeah. ask for credentials. You know, I'm not like. Of course not. No, you just assume that who you're walking into that uh, the blood draw room with the 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 uh, the seat that's a little bit higher mm-hmm. and has a little arm thing little uh, mm-hmm. armrests that you that you got to use. I'm yeah. glad you brought the armrests up because that actually plays into this. Um, oh really? Okay. Yeah, because because right. it was weird. Anyway, so we go in there and she says, "All right, so we're gonna take blood. Do you have an arm preference?" I said, "Usually left," because you know I don't want to. I use my right for drawing and all this other stuff. I don't want to mm-hmm. mess that up. Sure. She says, "Great, no problem." And like it's never a problem anyway. It's a little prick. Big deal. We're done. Right. Little little prick. That's uh, that's what they used to call me. Yep, that'll be a show title. So then, uh, so then she she gets me all situated, ties off the arm a little loosely. I have to say it wasn't super tight. I'm oh, used really? to like okay. a good you know yeah that a good uh, good heroin uh, tight uh, pull with the teeth on the on the. <laughs> Surgical tubing, yep, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden she does the usual, like, do you have anything fun planned for the rest of the day? And, you know, all these kind of sure, small sure. talk. The little distraction talk. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I went, I wanted to say, that doesn't feel very tight. Are you sure? You know, I didn't, though. I was like, well, she knows what she's doing. So she does it, pulls out the tray, gets all her stuff ready, goes in for the kill. And for and she spends a long time tapping, you know, okay, uh-huh. it is. finding the vein, the vein yeah. whatever. And I'm like, usually they find it right away. I don't really have hidden veins. Pretty, pretty simple. She goes, okay, cool. And she's poking around. And then she has more small talk while she's doing it. And then she says, I, I think we got a good one. I said, okay, that sounds great. And I drink water in the morning, which is good. They want you to do that. So your veins are, mm-hmm. I guess that mm-hmm. makes it. If you're oh, dehydrated, your veins go away or something. Yeah, or proceed. something. Right, right. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want to have a little shriveled up. Uh, you want to be hydrated, yeah. as, as Stephen would As Stephen would say, it us. turns out, you know what? Stephen was right. He'll probably tell turns us again out. today. So two, two reminders in, on one Monday. So anyway, I'm sitting there, and she finds it, pulls out the needle. I don't really have a problem with needles. Sure. Um, and I know you've, you've kind of heard this story on Film Sack, so pretend you haven't heard I'll, this, Brian. I'll pretend I, oh, really? Yeah, no, that's good, Scott. Mm, yeah, I've never heard this before. <laughs> so she pulls, she takes the needle, she, she sticks it in, and it kind of hurt, but more than I'm used to from these things, but it's fine. Not that bad. And I'm just looking at it and now she's kind of fishing with it and nothing's yeah. coming out. In fact, it's like maybe a dribble, just like a little doot, fell out into the little uh-huh. tube. 
And she goes, oh, weird. And I go, what's the matter? She goes, I don't know. I just, it should be, I'm not, I don't know. I'm, you know. She couldn't figure out what's going on. And yeah. so she says, well, let's try, let's try something else. So she pulls it out. And she says, let's try your right arm. And she says, and also, and this is why I'm glad you reminded me, let's, let's try this. And she pulls out this big blue foam arm thing that you oh, put really? up here okay. that makes you go like this. Like you got, oh God, all right. Like it brings your arm way up. And uh, I don't know why that was supposed to help. I don't get it. But anyway, whatever. I put my arm on that. She ties it off. And I said, I said, that's actually not very tight either. The left wasn't very tight either. Will that help? She goes, oh yeah, let me redo it. And she undoes the thing and she redoes it and tightens it. But yeah. then it was exactly the same tightness. It wasn't any different. <laughs> she just can't pull it tight. Yeah. Were her shoelaces untied? Like, she, you know, just, she just sucks at knots, basically. She's very bad at knots. And I said, yeah. I said, not an Eagle Scout, are you? And no, I didn't say that. <laughs> Where's your knots badge? Yeah, knew it. Knew yeah. you didn't have one. So I didn't say anything because I didn't want her to feel bad. She's sure, real. She's very sweet. And it didn't matter to me. It's like, whatever, just get my blood. So then she goes in. Same problem. Didn't hurt this time, but the she's just fishing around. She's like, oh, weird. It's just not, I don't know. And it's just barely dribbling this blood. Yeah. And I said, am I just like the worst bleeder? And she goes, ha, no, no. And I said, would I be a bad heroin user? Ha, ha, ha. You know, I'm trying to make jokes and stuff. It's, and what you're basically doing is, is you're saying... Um, Let's joke around. We know it's not me. It's you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I a bad leader? Nope. Then it must be you. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That's that's the the subtext of my joking. You're absolutely Kinda right. Was, yeah. It's like I wasn't even trying to do it, but uh, it was happening. Yeah, which one of us is the problem here? Guess what? Yeah. I've got blood in my body. I know I do. Yeah. You, I even you. said that. I said, you know what? I'm. I'm. A, I said to her. I said, you know what? I'm a hundred percent sure there's blood coursing through my veins. Otherwise. <laughs> I go I'm my sure I, some in there. I go yeah. my understanding is I can't even talk to you if I don't have that going on. And she's like, "Oh." Yeah. And then she says, "Well, here's the problem. We only we have a policy. If I can't get it out twice, then I then a third the second person has to come try. That's just a policy." Okay. And I said, "That's fine. Right. That's cool." And she, or she goes, "The other option is you just come in at a different time and you know, we're, we we not want to sit here and poke you all night or all day." And I yeah. said, yeah. I said, "No, it's fine. Let's get it over with. It's totally cool." And I was trying to be I didn't want her to feel bad. So she left, and I'm sitting there now. I got Band-Aid over here. I got a Band-Aid here now. I'm starting to look like, you know, a pocked-up junkie with all these holes in me. And this other lady comes in, and she's about two feet taller, I swear, than this girl. (laughs) She's much bigger, like a big kind of stock. WNBA star. Yeah, kind of stock stock woman, like, I'm going to move this whole Uh truck by myself kind of lady. And... uh, she doesn't really smile, but the first thing out of her mouth is like, I almost expected German or something. Or like, <laughs> you're very, put your arm out now. <laughs> I expect her to go, what is problem? You have bad vein? Like something like that. And instead she goes, so do you have anything fun planned for later this afternoon? Like, <laughs> it's the same playbook. Yeah, yeah exactly. same exact playbook. I'm sure they, they talk about this, right? Yeah, anyway, right. she plops down and decides to go for the left arm again where we started. And she hardly said anything. Not talkative at all. Fine, mm, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sits me down, sure. ties it off good and tight. So I was okay. like, now that's good. what I'm used to right there. That's a, that's a knot right there. That's yeah. a knot on my arm. I like it. This rubber is making the hairs pull. That's when I know they're doing it right. And then needle in. Bare, didn't even feel that needle go in me. Mm-hmm. Takes out the thing, pops it on. You know, you have the two tubes because there's two yeah. different tests. 
pops it on, bleep, fills up with blood, does the second one, bleep. And I said to her, and she pulls it out, she goes, all right, that's it, you can go. And I said, that's, I wanted to say, that was really great because the last girl couldn't do shit. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted know. to say I know. this. You want to not, right, you don't want to throw shade on uh, uh, the first woman, but uh, yeah. yeah. But then I came home looking like, you know, documentary about <laughs> documentary like subject. One of the extras from Sid and Nancy or something. Yeah, yeah, it looked pretty bad. Like even now I've yeah. got one, two. I don't know why I have four because I only got three shots, but I have four pock holes. Yeah, four from little getting it dots. Done. Yeah. yeah, maybe they did yeah. four and I didn't notice or I forgot. Maybe Ronda know. Rousey put it, an extra one in there when you weren't looking or something. She's always hanging around, dude, that girl. Yeah. Oh, no, I was talking about you're the second full bottomist. Oh, yeah. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ronda <so>. Rousey. Yeah. <laughs> she did look like she could pin me and have a 10 count. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. Like just kick my ass if she wanted to. And the other girl, <laughs> the other girl looked like she could ride on my shoulders and go, wee! Like she did. She was tiny. That's funny. So yeah, the only time I've ever I've ever blacked out or had a problem during a blood draw was when they were fishing around, and they didn't have the the slaughter rule like they do in, in company softball, where if you know somebody tries and they only get it twice, they have to bring in another batter. Mm. But uh, uh, no, because this this person poked, I think, did like four times trying to find a freaking vein, and it was getting painful. It was getting unpleasant. Uh, you get a little bit of anxiety anyway, even though I don't care about needles. Typically, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. But just the fact's like, oh my god, they're gonna have to poke me again, and this this stings. It hurts. Yeah, it's a repetition and, um, thing. Imagine if you're somebody who can't do needles, period, and then this happens exactly. to them. Oh god, what a nightmare. So fourth time, I look over, and that's when the thing fills with blood. I'm like, all right, great. And it was probably like the pain, the anxiety, and then the quick loss of blood or something that just made me go. Huh? Yeah, I'm fully aware. It was it was like my throwing up thing. Like, oh wow, interesting. The whole, like, all my sight right now is going gray. I can only see gray right now. This mm. is weird. Is this? How often does this happen? <laughs> and then, weird. And then my sight comes back, and I was like, all right, well, that was weird. Did I was I out for any period of time? Like, did I stop talking at some point about everything turning gray? And then like two minutes, well, see, it's still gray, still gray. Wow. So the closest that's that's closest you've gotten to a blackout. I'm trying to think if I've ever blacked out. The closest I've ever gotten is just yeah. getting up too fast from being oh yeah, sure, like too long, uh, right? Yeah, something like that. But I I don't think I've ever fainted. Yeah, as far as I know, my parents could say, "Oh no, you did when you were four, and you don't remember." I I fainted once during a uh, rehearsal of a Christmas. Uh, what do you call those things when you know you've got grade school? Um, Christmas, Christmas musical time kind of thing, thing like on Christmas stage what? Christmas musical yeah. like a yeah exactly right okay. where you're singing like I had to do the intro to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and then I had to do the um, backing vocals and sign language for Oh Holy Night and then a couple other songs and um, well during done. rehearsal I completely locked my knees like backwards and <laughs> and blacked out like apparently like cut off my circulation or something and oh man yeah, fine no, for the whole, you know, the presentation, but or the actual performance. Kid's worst yeah. nightmare, though. You don't want to freeze up on stage and faint. That would God, suck. No. no, definitely not. That'd be a nightmare. Yeah. Well, uh, the other, I don't remember why, told, oh, maybe this was on Core, because we talked about it a little bit on Core pre-show, not long. But yeah. Tolbert was there saying that you want to make sure, or we, somehow I, was, I brought up the fact that the blood came out like super dark. And that's good, right? Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. says, oh, that's very good. If it's bright red, you're in huge trouble. And I went, 
Why would that be? And why would it be bright red? Is that people with thin blood? Is that people with too much sugar in their blood? Like, what is that? Too much mm-hmm. glucose or whatever. And his point was, no, that means you've hit an artery, mm. not a vein. Right. You want a vein. Right. You want the blood coming from your heart, not the blood going back to your heart because it's all, you know, it's been it's been used. Yeah. <laughs> it's all used up from the last pass, right? So Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're bleeding like bright red, you're that's that's usually trouble and if it's a main yeah. if it's a main artery obviously you're you know bleed out you always hear that in the movies oh i hit his main uh, thing his carotid artery yeah. <clears throat> oh no he will bleed to death now anyway that was right. something right. uh also real quick just speaking of blood uh not to freak any blood people out i'm not trying to make people who are freaked out by blood freak out the okay? squeamish Squeam- yeah. the squeamish out there and we know you exist this is not that but I did. I am watching, and I'm almost done with um, Squid Game. Oh, good. Um, yeah. What are you liking it so far? By the yeah, way, yeah, I really like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's it, it lives up to that hype that everybody had yeah. for it. Um, it's really yeah. something else. And what I'm I would, excited and I about, I would seriously recommend. Um, oops, I would seriously recommend you check out um, the game uh, show, the Squid thing? Game Challenge thing, because it is, it is. I found the games fascinating. They use some of the ones from the show, but then they also created a few. Um, I found those fascinating. The interpersonal stuff, you know, you got to always take with a grain of salt. Like it's, you know, they're editing this person to look like they're the villain. Although there were a few people, they didn't, it didn't feel like they had to do much editing to make a couple of them look like, uh, like the villain. But, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 I, I, I think I will. I think I'll probably roll right into it because I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it that much. And the, I'll, I'll prepare you for the silliest part of it. Okay. Um, and maybe it's the most fun. Maybe it's a fun part of it. But uh, they had squibs on every player, and that was how they let you know that you were dead, is that your squib would go off and you'd all of a sudden start bleeding. And they, they, they told the players, like, um, when that squib goes off, act like you're dead and just like collapse or fall down or fall slump to the side or things mm. like that mm. which which if you're playing this reality show game actually kind of sounds like fun like basically all right pretend you're dead yeah. but we're not going to tell you you just got to do it when the squib goes off it makes it very unique too because no other game shows do yeah. that competition shows yeah that's right i'd like <laughs> to see them do that on jeopardy when you miss a you miss a question i feel like i would be mad if i got far enough and then a squib went off yeah, I'd look at it and go ah, and then go the and then games. lay back. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it's a uh, it's it's really good and uh, innovative in yeah. a bunch of ways. And I've done some of it with dub and some of it with mm. subs. I wanted to see mm-hmm. the difference. Sure. And I don't think the dub is nearly as bad as everyone says. I think that the subs are preferable though because the performance the performances that the actors are giving are really yeah. really good and I think that God, those are worth really seeing are. um uh, I was gonna say one other thing what was it um oh the episode with the marbles that thing, yes that thing oh gutted me dude gutted heartbreaking me. right yeah on like three level three different levels of heartbreak yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. not in and none of that I expected like I knew th- I knew yeah, this game was I gonna told, have to yeah. whittle down and people who were allies were gonna have to you know, screw each other. I knew that was going to have to happen, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the but that marble episode, which on its face sounds almost boring, it's like right marbles. Exactly. But know? it's it's it very interestingly done. Like here's a set of marbles. Figure out a game. You know, play whatever game you want. Yeah, that really um, rocked me. That was a rough one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I'm almost done. Uh, I'll just say I'm down to. We're down to two people. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at. So 
we'll finish it cool. out and see how it goes. Cool. Now, here's what I'm excited about because they've got a second go. season coming from the for a, from a Korean cast again. Yes, which is yeah. very exciting. But they also have an American version coming, and that version's not a remake. This is all in universe, like oh, other really? parts of the world have their contests. And oh, interesting. Okay, which makes sense because because the frontman guy. This is not a spoiler, but you can tell very early in the show, it, it's clear that he's answering to some higher power. He's talking to somebody higher mm-hmm. up the chain. And the people up the chain are like, it, this is my world building in my own head. But the way sure, I can sure, see sure. this yes. is like, okay, well, the North American contest just ended. So over here in Africa, we're going to start another one. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's this yeah. worldwide cabal kind of thing. I yeah. am all about that. That is an amazing idea. And you know what? Make a, make a German one. I'll watch that too. Make yeah, a, right, whatever. Exactly. Make it all in the same world and and advance the story. Don't just make it like, well, here's another four characters you're going to focus on, but we're not really going to evolve the, you know, the cigarette smoking man level of of who's pulling the strings kind of thing. That's right. So welcome to Scott's new podcast, Outside the Hype Bubble, where I watched something everyone <laughs> else was really into at one time and now I finally see it. Yes. And it was great. First there was Parasite, and it's very Korean heavy right now, but first there Apparently was Parasite. Apparently so, yes, exactly. This. Yeah. And yesterday I spent a bunch of time with my Korean family, and it's just <laughs> Koreans for miles. All right? Nice. My Korean nice. brother's coming over on Wednesdays bringing homemade kimchi. I can't get enough of the Koreans. They're the best. <laughs> the best. Uh, all right, we got a, a quick text we got to get through here. Quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is from The Flying Blender. Sent this in. All right, okay. He says, hello, just a quick uh, correction for you after hearing Wednesday's show. After hearing you and Nicole pronounce laser. Okay, I would say laser, wouldn't you? Would you? What would you say? I would say laser, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. This person says, it's actually pronounced Lasser. L-A-H. Lazer. Lazer? Lazer? Also L-A-H, yeah, like la. L-A-H, okay. la. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the A in laser stands for amplification. And because A has an open ah sound, it should be the ah or the A in the in the laser. So, la, uh, la, uh, sorry, laser. Laser. Same yeah, goes for laser. He says the same thing goes for scuba. The U in scuba stands for underwater, so it should be scuba. Now, look, I'm gonna just go ahead and say right now, uh huh, horse shit. Like, uh, yeah, yes, well, it is what it means, this? but that doesn't mean that's how we pronounce these these shortenings, right? <laughs> no, he is totally making fun of us for the whole GIF GIF thing because because I insist that it should be GIF because it's graphic interchange format. So he's this person is basically saying, oh, well, if it's if it's dependent on the pronunciation of the first letter that you make the acronym from, then it's Scuba and Lazar mm. and JPEG because it's uh, photographic for JPEG, etc. That's why his last sentence is nothing to get animated about. Oh, now Just I get the I'd reference. Share while I sit here and sip gin. I didn't get gin. the joke about the gin or the gin and the animated part. <laughs> Now it all makes sense. He finishes by saying, admittedly, I adore the amazing audio. That's a great way of saying love the show, though. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks to Flying Blender. I, I thought, yeah, you know what? For a hot minute, I thought you were serious. <laughs> thanks to Brian. We've decoded this, and now I understand yeah. the joke. Nicely done. I saw this in there, and I thought, oh, this I can't wait to rip on this person for their sarcasm and snottiness, but 100% correct. My neighbor says, so I had a neighbor yesterday tell me that the worst movie he has seen in two years is Argyle. Brian, please tell me there's hope for Argyle, because you saw Argyle. Was it? I saw Argyle. Yeah, and uh, okay, I wouldn't say it's the worst movie I've seen in two years. It's 
it's by you know Matthew Vaughn, the whole Kingsman and King's Man and and all that stuff. Yeah. Comic book writer as well, Matthew Vaughn. Sure. Um, uh, big cast of uh, stars. Go in just expecting fun goofiness, almost like a, almost like spoofing the the spy genre. Um, uh, but it, don't go in expecting it's going to be the next, you know don't go in expecting it's going to be the next Kingsman, which I always, even Kingsman, I feel like is always a style over substance thing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really good. They're very entertaining, but there's like a, you know, you've got a lot of brain parking to do. Sure. <laughs> you sure. park your brain at the door, basically Right. with Argyle. You have to, I mean, it's a whole parking lot full of brains is what you gotta <laughs> put out there. Yeah. Um, incredible cast. And Sam Rock, Sam Rockwell is, Fantastic, and as always, elevates the material. Whatever material he's in, um, he's fantastic. They make it seem like Dua Lipa is uh, very prominent in this film. She's not. I'll is say she? she's not very prominent. There was a kid who was like, while I was in in the hallway, I was heading to the bathroom, and there's this kid like, man, I'm so excited! Oh my god, Dua Lipa in this film. It's a you know. Uh, 13, 14 year old boy, I'm like, oh, okay, I know why you like Dua Lipa. Yeah. the same reason I like Dua Lipa. Yep. But uh, I'm sure that kid at the end was like, there sure wasn't a lot of Dua Lipa in this movie. <laughs> There's only almost Uno Lipa in this movie. It's There's, barely exactly. In there. There's barely, <laughs> barely Uno Lipa. Yeah, uh, very good. She was, they did that a little bit with, uh, uh, with Barbie. Everybody heard she was in it and thought she'd have yeah. a bigger role, and she was barely in it. She's barely in it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it, but it's, it's, it's fun. Um, boy, if you're a cat lover, Uh-oh. I, I feel like, uh, all right. So there's a lot of CGI cat in here. Oh. Um, there's a real cat and it's, and it's in this adorable, uh, Argyle printed backpack with this great little, you know, these, these little cat backpacks you can take with little bubble window, astronaut window. So the cat can look out as you walk around. Yeah. Uh, but anytime the cat is is doing something or they're doing something to the cat that's kind of uh, dangerous, they use a very bad CGI cat. Mm. Lawnmower cat, basically, mm. is, is what it is. Yeah. Lawnmower uh, cat. Lawnmower cat. And it's just very – it's distracting and it's uh, – mm. uh, Is Argyle the cat? That's the name of the cat? Or is that no, a spoiler? No, I don't know. Okay. It's not really a spoiler. Argyle is a spy. Okay. And, uh, All right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's all I need to know, Um, I think. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM to get an extra 25% off your order. Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Centair app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Centair's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValda certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra 
scent attention? Well, scent air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. Yeah, but there's, you know, there's a fun little little trope of why uh, uh, a Superman uh, dude is in there. Uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, Cavill, yeah, exactly. How come his hair's so high? Because that's a little distracting it's got some high no, hair that that'll be explained that's actually explained in the film okay it's got some yeah. jim carrey a little bit of a Ventura um, hair going on yeah same with uh, john cena a little bit uh yeah. you know a little bit more of a caricature of a than a real character and sure. you'll find out why i wonder if this is because this is matthew vaughn or not matthew yeah matthew vaughn directing but not writing whereas all his stuff he's known for he wrote oh. also Really? So that yeah. that might be it then. Yeah, because yeah, King, is all not, the Kingsmen, uh, Stardust, Kick Ass, X Men, First Class, all that stuff he wrote. Those screenplays. He wrote. Okay. All right. And this one he didn't. So maybe that's the deal. That makes it. That would make a huge difference then. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I was kind of curious about it. So you're saying, you know, yeah. it's all right. What would you? Okay, yeah. let's give it a five out of five stars. What Definitely wait for streaming. I'd say, I'd say a solid three. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd say it's solid three. Like it's it's. It's better than two. I'm even I'm struggling with a three, maybe two and a half. Okay, two and a half. <laughs> Put us right in the middle. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll say two and a half. Okay. I mean, it's uh, and and one full star right there is for Sam Rockwell. <laughs> like you know, Sam Rockwell. That's a one and a half star movie for sure. Yeah, that guy, dude. He's the yeah. best. Didn't he? But what did I just see? Where he walked out on a cane and then started dancing with the cane? What was that? Oh, I don't know. Talk show maybe. That guy's got moves. Holy shit. Really? Really? Yeah. Someone chat someone in the chat find this so Brian can see what I'm talking about. He came out like he looked like he was injured. Yeah. And did he Willy so basically he pulled a Willy Wonka, right? Yeah, exactly what he did. Yeah. And so he came out kind of like hobbling and whatever, and then he kicks off into this bunch of dance moves, and it was like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's Sam Rockwell dancing? That was crazy. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That guy's yeah. great. Uh, you um, also went to Casa Bonita, and I cannot wait to hear about this. Yeah, so Thursday night, Tristan's birthday night, we took him to Casa Bonita. Again, the way to get this, th- these are like, it is the Willy Wonka of tickets, right? Where you basically have to get on a mailing list. You get on the Casa Bonita mailing list. They randomly draw names. And and when we got there, I mean, the place was full. Mm. So we're thinking to ourselves, man, this is like, how, do they, uh, how, are, how are they going through this list that there's still a completely full restaurant um, eight months, nine months into their whole mailing list method of pulling people uh, out for this thing. Yeah. Um, uh, So the experience is still very Disneyland attraction. Sure. You, you walk in, you basically now have to go through a a metal detector. Thanks Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Um, You go through a metal detector and then you go into a sort of holding area where you you tell how many people are in your party, you place your food orders, which you've already prepaid for your food when you get when you make a reservation. So you're making a reservation. It's like, oh, there are six of us. Great, that'll be three hundred and ten dollars. And that was always the way before. No, it used to be the way that you'd go there. You'd have to buy a meal, but the meals were all different prices, and. Um, and you wouldn't have to. Well, you couldn't make a reservation for Casa Medina before. So, like when you, when you get your your hey, you're on the you're on the list. You make a reservation. You prepay for everybody, and fifty bucks a person. <laughs> Jeez. 
Yes. And uh, I mean, um, also, that's not terrible if the food's good. It's right. not terrible if the food's good. Right, exactly. <laughs> we'll wait to hear on this part. We'll get, okay. we'll get, we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> All exactly. Right. So, um, so you get in there, and they first take you into this 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 room where you're basically like, "Yep, uh, we have a party of six. Um, she's going to have the chicken mole. I'm going to have the beef suadero. Uh, this person's going to have the carnitas tacos. Blah blah blah." So you you know you basically go through and you place your order, and then. They give you two receipts and you take these receipts over to another line. And this is a line like your Chipotle, your Qdoba, where basically you're walking along a glass, you know, uh, a sneeze guard glass thing with people on the other side who have plates. And this person's doing a scoop of beans and this person's doing a scoop of rice. And then they get to like the entrees and it's just basically a scoop of chicken with mole sauce and then a scoop of this. But then they get to the end and that's when they have the, the, you know, the person with the, um, uh, the, the transparent mustard container of, uh, of some sort of white sauce and they go like a little like make it look all pretty and a little little cojita cheese sprinkled on top and sure. et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So you're not you're not you know, you're you're getting a, a plate assembled and I know there's some kitchens I'm I'm not fooled into thinking that if I get if I place an order at a restaurant that there's not a vat of something that they're saying, oh, yeah, that one comes with uh, beans on the side, or that one comes with this, that they're not just ladling that out of a big pot anyway and putting it on my plate. Right. I kind of get that. Right. Um, so you, uh, uh, you go through the end of this, and then um, you give them one of your tickets, and they take you to a table. And, and it used to be that you'd have to carry your own tray with your own food. So, like... Your little train of six people all carrying your little trays as, as somebody walks you to a table. Now they carry your food for you, but they're still carrying it for you as you get to the Oh, as you as you, as you go? Oh, weird. As you okay. go. Right. There, there was, uh, and also they didn't have a, a runner, so I ended up carrying mine, Tristan's, and Tina's meals. <laughs> okay. So like, um, do you mind carrying this other tray? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Because yeah. we had six of us. So she carried one tray, I carried the other one. So we went to this this area that used to be just tables inside a inside a mine looking room but now they've added like random explosions like you're actually in a mine and rumbling and stuff like that like you're underground and and there's a uh, a zoltar machine that has a, an assayer uh dude in there um you put a quarter in or put a token in and he gives you some prize or something wow and um and then you've got like this other area that is uh uh, well, I'll, I'll get to that. So, yeah. so you know, this here's the experience of getting to your table. Okay. <laughs> um, the food is like all right. The, the way I equated it last time, or uh, equated to my my dad was the previous Casa Bonita meal. I would expect to pay five dollars somewhere else to get something like this. Right. It was Taco Bell minus. <laughs> Talk about minus one. Oh shit! Really? And <laughs> yeah, not in black yeah. and white. That's good, I guess. Um. <laughs> not what? Not in black and white. Exactly. It wasn't Taco Bell minus one minus color. Just Taco Bell minus one. And uh, uh, it was not good. It was like canned nacho cheese sauce all over things, and 
dry meat or this or that. It was just not, you know. So you're just paying not. for you're paying for the South Park connection. Is what you're doing? How do you get there, Scott? All right, all right. Keep going. <laughs> all right. Um, now I would say that the food is elevated to like fifteen dollar level. If I were at a restaurant that didn't have all of the other blah, pizzazz, blah, entertainment, whatever. Mm. Um, I would say I would expect to pay fifteen dollars at another restaurant for this food. Okay, like all right, much better. Fifteen bucks is what I'd expect to pay for a good Mexican meal. Not sure. a great Mexican meal, but certainly not a. Ugh. What? How much of this do I have to eat before I could feel like we could just leave? Sure. Um, but you're paying fifty bucks. So where does that other thirty-five bucks go? Yeah, that's all the entertainment. So you know you've got um, cliff divers still. They're a little bit more the cliff diving thing used to be on the half hour now it's every 20 minutes they do a shorter show but they do it more frequently so you can you can more easily go to a, you know say oh hey they're doing a cliff diving show in like 5 minutes let's go over there and you go and you watch cliff diving mm. and then oh here's black bart's cave and you walk through this black bart's cave which has not been it's barely been updated and what they updated is that some of the ghosts and monsters inside the cave now sound like, um, like South Park characters, oh, <laughs> not really? intentionally, wow. not like you know that's clearly Kenny or they're clearly uh, uh, Stan or something, but it's like ah, I'm evil such and such. I'm gonna get you and take away your tacos or something like that, right? Like it's wow. it's this cheese ball, cheese ball thing, but it's clearly either Matt Stone or or Trey Parker doing a voice, right? Um, they now have uh, uh, regular puppet shows, and we watched a little bit of that, and I was like, yeah, this is this is definitely not for us. Mm. And then they have a magician that does your basic stock, like, ring tricks, but with a lot more comedy and was actually pretty damn funny. Mm. Pretty, pretty clever. Something called Sorcero, and it's done in kind of this 70s cruise ship disco kind of feel to it. They're just knowingly, knowing tongue-in-cheek. Um, they've got a Cartman table, which uh, by the time we got there, like our reservation was 8.30 p.m., talking about eating late. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That is late. Yeah. yeah. Well, late for old people, I guess. Here, late I'll, for old people. Like I'll that. put up this Cartman table so people can see it while you're talking about it. There it is. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's modeled completely after the episode of South Park where Cartman goes to Casa Bonita and is basically at that table yelling for more food. Um, the... Uh, uh, there's also oh lots of music way more music uh, than than there used to be at Casa Benita live live music there's uh, the mariachi band that was a lot better than the old mariachi band used to be or maybe it's the same one and they just took the the uh, pandemic game. time to to hone their craft sure but then you've got like in this other area you've got this little guitar player up on up on like a balcony kind of playing down to folks that was really good. Um, the uh, drinks are, are hey, they had nice, good alcohol. I had a margarita, a, um, um, oh, crap. What's the, the smokier uh, tequila? I know I'm not asking you, Scott. But I anyway. No idea. Zero idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's like a, shoot, and it's not really tequila. It's a whole other alcohol, but it's te in the tequila family, and it's smokier. Mezcal. Mm. Thank you, Nanamaton. Mm. I don't know why I couldn't come with mezcal or come up with that. But, uh, um I had a mezcal margarita and it was great and it was definitely uh, uh, full of alcohol. It was good. Mm. And um, 
the other margaritas, other drinks that people had, they said were really good. So those got wildly improved, but those were extra. And if you want a soft drink, good, include it with your meal. Dessert, sure. include it with your meal, unless you wanted a special dessert. Otherwise, you're getting sopapillas. Mm. So, all right. So bottom line, worth the 50 bucks, barely. <laughs> <laughs> the food's the food's a, a tremendous improvement, mm. um, and then the experience is enough to kind of carry it the rest of the way up to that fifty bucks because it's cheesy. But I think once you've seen it, once you've done it, you don't need to kind of do it for maybe another year when somebody comes to town. That's like, oh yeah, let's go, let's take you to Casamania so you can experience this this uh, that uh, makes this sense. weirdness. You're not going to go every weekend or anything like Hell that. Hell no, not going to, not even going to go more than once a year i i don't see us going more than once a year do you uh were you surprised it was less <clears throat> less south park themed than it was did you expect more of that like inside like um just more no i think it was about as much because it used to be like before matt and trey bought it they had a little cartman um plushie that they always had hidden either up by the the cliff divers or over by the exit and i wasn't thinking they were going to let like really integrate the South Park stuff in there. Um, I didn't go in the gift shop, and I don't know if there was like, you know, a little little Cartman eating a sopapilla kind of things in there. I should have gone in there. Maybe mm. so next year I'll tell you if they have those in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have a walking around. They have man bear pig. That's right. There's a uh, man bear pig that walks around like a mascot style. Yes. yes. Oh mascot shit. Mascot style man bear pig. Yeah, yes. we're going. We're going when I come to Denver. We're going. Yeah, that's that's a. <laughs> forgot that's one of the better perks oh yeah they took out all these um old video games half of which worked half of which didn't and actually put in one of those shooting galleries with the uh the lasers which is pretty cool oh those are cool um, yeah. they like added that. a thing for the kids called a root beer cantina where you you buy a little root beer mug and then you just keep taking it back there and they'll keep refilling the root beer which mm. is pretty cool mm. um, sugaring up those kids man that's what you do exactly get them lit at 8 30 at night As there weren't a lot of kids actually around when we went there it was definitely later you know it was a thursday night uh, oh sure around. yeah no that makes sense i found a, a fly through with a drone somebody did here recently oh really yeah okay. it looks like there's a ton of um ball machine or a claw machines uh, yeah yeah the, that arcade area they replaced a lot of the video games with claw machines too and those like you know hit the button at the right time with the light for tickets kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah that surprised yeah. me how many though it's like it's a five minute fly through and i think i counted five of those or something oh really <laughs> yeah. i put it in our that sounds thing. right actually because there was there was something like that in the i mean the uh, the thing that we were in the 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 zoltar uh uh assayer uh mm -hmm. was like a uh um, looked like a claw machine, even though it was just like kind of giving you a little, a little, uh, a little place. Well, there you go, everybody. A, yeah. uh, a review from Brian, That's a right. culinary, so, culinary review from Brian. Culinary David. review. So if yeah. you come to town, uh, if you're coming to Denver and it works out, you might, I might take you to Casa Media, but I'm not paying for you. No, hell no. <laughs> not that 50 bucks. Um, exactly. real quick. We got a, a, an emergency notice from somebody in the TMS discord. Oh, gosh. Okay. <clears throat> we have to report on this. This is a big deal. Yeah. So we played a sound not long ago that was uh, real weird. And we couldn't decide oh, where it came darkly... from. Yeah, yep. weird. Yeah. Somebody named Nikki M posted at 7.50 a.m. this morning in the TMS patron or uh, uh -huh. excuse me, uh, uh, Discord saying, hey, y'all, this is Nikki from West Virginia. I'm the one who sent the attachment to the text oh. that was played. 
I recorded the audio on my phone and sent it as an attachment. I'm a little embarrassed to say that I recorded it lying in bed with my fan blowing. Sorry for any confusion. It was fun listening to the guesses. So for those who don't remember, this is what it sounded like. Oops, no audio. I still don't know how that sounds like any of that, yeah. but okay. Yeah. Sure. Did your was your fan was your phone actually in the fan when you recorded it, <laughs> or uh... or you know in another room swirling in a toilet when you recorded it? Right. Or, exactly. Yeah. Or what? But we have an answer. So Nikki, welcome to the Discord, and also thank That's you right. for uh, owning that, and so we don't have to think about it anymore. And, and feel free to re-record it <laughs> and send it to us again, and maybe just use the maybe just call the audio line and record a voicemail yeah because we'd be happy to you know talk to you yeah we want to hear what you want us had to say for yeah sure. unless it was just and if it was yeah just maybe that. that was maybe that's really just what you were trying to tell us yeah, yeah. it's the language of your people we understand uh, <laughs> the song of my people <laughs> we're gonna bring dunaway in and uh get this this uh, thing on the road here yeah, yeah. look who it is it's our old pal brian dunaway from south carolina he joins us every monday and wednesday for a little game to play hi brian Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How was your Monday? Good. It was good. It's okay so yeah. far. You know, oh, it's that early. that does not sound encouraging at all. <laughs> wow. It's early, dude. You don't know what's going to happen yet. It's, it's early. early. It's almost lunchtime. Oh, that's right time zone. So it's a moon day. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to your the moon, moon days. Day. Got a bad case of the moon days. Look but, here, look here, Garfield. Just go get some lasagna and get over it. All right, sure. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Odie sure. or whatever your name would be. Anyway, uh, it's good to have Ner- you here. We're normal. Gonna, we're going to play this game. It's uh, it's called the the half asses, the morning half asses. Brian's going to explain the whole damn thing so we can uh, win some prizes for people. Brian, take it away. That's right. Welcome to the morning. Half asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving the two of you the answers. I'll give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three of which are like that guy's pronunciation of scuba, totally incorrect. Mm. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two or three guesses. But if they get any of those guesses wrong, they get zero points for that round. If they get one right, they get a point. If you get two right, you get three points. Three right gets you five points total. And the player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. Our contestants today pulled from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to be here live. Scott, you are playing for Candace in Maple Valley, Washington. Nice. Never, Ooh, never that been. Sounds delicious. Sounds, sounds mm, delicious. Maple Valley. Yeah. <laughs> Maple Valley, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Brian, you're playing for Jamie in Floral City, Florida. Whoa. Mm. Smells good. <laughs> yeah. Like floral and maple. Look at this. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Very uh, attacking all the senses today. Exactly. Yes. Yep. All right. So let's get it going here and uh, we'll tell you about your prizes here at the end. Uh, get ready. Here we go. Your first category are, is, <laughs> are, is. is. Are, is uh-huh. Las Vegas casinos. That were built before 1970. So, which of these Las Vegas casinos? How how excited did you get when you saw this topic? Are older, (laughs) very excited, are older than uh, me. Uh, All right, your choices are Circus Circus, Flamingo, MGM Grand, Gold Spike, Caesars Palace, and Barbary Coast. Mm. Which of these were built before 1970? Before 70. Bam! I think those are it. I'm not sure. I, see, I've never even been to Vegas. We have the TMS Vegas meetup soon, and yeah. I'm sure Scott at least has some kind of. Oh yeah, oh, that building looks he's, old. He's been in. He's been in most of these at some point or another, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Been going to Vegas since All I was right. a kid, but I don't know. I'm still a little. I just, little, named, I'm a little I just iffy. named the ones that I've heard before. That's the ones I did. Sure. 
Sure. Well done. Um, you guys, uh, you guys locked in all over the place. You both settled in on the Flamingo and that's obviously one of the oldest ones there. 1946 is when the Flamingo opened. Bugsy uh, Siegel, I believe, mm-hmm. involved in that one. See? Um, Circus Circus was actually built in 1968 oh, and show. it shows. It does nice. show. <laughs> uh, Caesar's Palace in 1966 and uh, those no are Flamingo, Circus Circus and Caesar's Palace. Yeah. MGM Grand, 1973, and that's the MGM Grand is where the Bally's is now. It was originally the or not Bally's, whatever it is, Horseshoe is now. Mm. Um, Barbary Coast, 1979. That mm. one is yeah. currently uh, uh, not Dre's. Dre's is the lounge on top. Um, it's the <laughs> Cromwell. Uh, the oh. Barbary Coast turned down the Cromwell. Yeah, and Gold Spike, uh, 1975. I don't even think the uh, <laughs> Gold Spike on is a, around. On a scale of 1 to 10, Ibit, how disappointed are you that we didn't get that? Mm. Oh, uh, uh, no, ten. not disappointed at all. Like, okay. zero. Oh, zero. No, no surprise. I'm never disappointed in you guys. <gasps> yeah. Let's give it a 1 since that's the lowest the scale goes. All right, I'll give you a 1. You all did right. say 1 to 10, not 0 to 10. So I'll give you a 1. Yeah, so slight fine. disappointment. Yeah. But no more, <laughs> no more so than I experience on a daily basis. Mm. Let's go to question number two here. This is um, places with a chemical element named for them. So we talked a little bit about the periodic table and Breaking Bad and the weird uh, the, the letters and stuff that uh, get highlighted in different countries on uh, FilmSec yesterday. Let's talk a little bit about uh, places with a chemical element named after them. Uh, your places are Poland, Moscow, Stockholm, California, Switzerland, and Wales. Oh my God! Which of these have a um, a uh, periodic table element named after them? I have no idea, dude. I feel like <sighs> I'm picking two because I, I made, really I just don't made know. my power move. Oh, yes, you did, Brian. Okay, wow. Um, All right. Uh, Really, really went sparing on this one. Brian only put one. Actually, you both settled on Stockholm. And yes, Homium is named after uh, Stockholm. I only went with what I knew. Mm. Now, you've heard of Polonium, right? Oh, that's Poland? Shit. That's Poland. I didn't didn't know that. uh, And yes, there is a Californium uh, that's named after California. Um, No Moscow, no Switzerland, no Wales. Brian, that was, that was a power move. You got a point. That was a power move. Like, go with, you know, if you only, if you're sure about one and there's zero points on the board, nothing wrong with go going you know. for one. Gosh, yep. That forces it. Scott to, to go for, uh, mm, go for points two. next round. Mm. All right. Two All right. Let's get to question number three and, uh, perfect for, for film sackers. Um, I just realized that Scott might have an advantage beat recently because of, uh, Adventure Club. Let's see how you do. Which of these are actual Godzilla movies? Uh, your choices are Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, Godzilla Final Wars, Godzilla versus Ultra Magnus, Godzilla Takes Tokyo, Godzilla versus Warai, and Son of Godzilla. Three of those are real Godzilla Son movies. Son of a of them, Godzilla. Three of them, three mm. of them are fake. Fake Roni. Mm. I'm picking the two that seem right. I don't feel like I have an advantage here because none of these are the ones I've watched. So I'm not okay. sure. Oh, look at that. You both picked two. And uh, nobody picked Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Yeah, that absolutely is one. Came out in 1994. I was trying to remember, but it sounded fake. Because you're thinking, oh, no, it's Mecha Godzilla is what you're thinking of. But 1994, yeah. Space Godzilla. Um, Final Wars. 
uh, came out in yeah. uh, 2004, Godzilla Final Wars. Yep. Yep. And yep. Son of Godzilla, you both got that yeah. one, of course. That's the one. Yeah. He blows smoke rings because he's a dumb Godzilla. See, Scott, Scott does not advantage here because Brian is a Godzilla freak. Yeah. I didn't know that, but you God, still said. Godzuki. Oh. <laughs> That's right. And then Godzilla versus Ultra Magnus. Not really. Ultra Magnus. Uh, it sounded really good. Thing. That's why I chose it. All right. I know it was an Ultra, good. but Magnus was not it. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Yeah, Ultraman, right. right? Godzilla versus yeah. Ultraman. Yeah. My, I made my. Uh, I tell you, I tell you guys the time I made my mom take me to see Ultraman when I was like six. No. At the theater. No. Oh, it, she still won't show up about how terrible it was. Really? It was that. How many so, years old? You yeah, probably loved it though. Years later. You probably like, can't believe you made me go watch that stupid thing. You probably loved it though, right? I can see. Oh, I just... still love it. I love the re. I love everything. Ultraman and Godzilla. Yeah. I'm all down with it. Stuff's pretty great, especially yeah. dubbed. All the terrible dubs. They're so good. Uh, well, but good job, does. Dunaway. You won it for your guy, your lady, yeah. your man. Flower, Flower, Florida, 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 Florida. Uh, Candace in Maple Valley. I'm sorry, no, yes, Jamie in Floral City, Florida. You're getting the uh, two games, and here's here's what you're getting, uh, Jamie. You're getting Friends versus Friends. Oh, it's like what we played today, and Proteus. Oh, Ooh, Proteus is so good. Proteus, Proteus is, Maximus. That's the winning game tonight or today. Proteus is like a um, kind of retro but modern take on like a shooter like doom or something but it's it's new obviously oh, yeah. but they cool. use this cool. combination of like pixel stuff and 3d stuff it is absolutely awesome that very cool god yeah. i need a good I, I miss i need a good uh first person shooter in my life right now i know you should play like some kind of unreal tournament or yeah, something only mm-hmm. do somebody do i knew was doing a server and uh when yeah, you guys playing that? it was i think we're playing Jesus. to did we say tonight, tonight? 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern time or, uh, what is that, 4.30 4 p.m. Our time. Eastern? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I, might, uh, I might join you. Yeah. What do I need, the Steam version? or? Uh, um, uh, if you've already purchased the Steam version, absolutely go ahead and install it. Then you'll install the patch. It's pretty small. Not a problem there. You get all the information at RetroGIB.com. RetroGIB.com. Yeah. yeah, and if you don't have the Steam version, you can't buy it there anymore. But uh, Oh, okay. I don't already have it. So we're... And, uh, what, if and I don't maybe, have the Steam version, then what, what do I do? You, what go do, I do? To, you go to Mary Steen version and you say, <laughs> no, it's on RetroGib.com. Yeah, all just the go there. How to right. grab it. RetroGib.com has uh, links to all the stuff you need, how to apply it. It was super simple. I did it that way, too, yeah, cool. and it was nothing. It was easy. And cool. somebody might have purchased a, a legit copy of the Game of the Year edition off of eBay and got it in over the weekend and made an mm. archive page for it and called it the alternate link. On oh, that site, someone so might have a eh? someone just saying <laughs> someone may have done very that. interesting mm. man all right how old is this website jeez this thing is i'm just kidding. it's retro it's retro baby <laughs> well anyway speaking of retro the, yeah. the one posted here is from somebody oh hi gosh i can't tell who uh, may have created this <laughs> mm, so you weird. know where you're at <laughs> yeah yes exactly. were you gonna say dunaway you're gonna say something oh oh speaking of retro for some reason i've never seen uh lois and clark that 90s TV series yeah, about yeah. Superman. And I started with watching Kane. it with yeah. Dean Kane. I started watching it last night. I kind of like it. No, I, I don't might know. have to do a whole thing. Oh, geez. Go really? ahead. I've, I've, heard, I've heard people hate it after the first season, but I don't know. We'll see. It started you know strong. What, uh, it got bad after that. It's not great. Just came out in Brooke Shields' uh, autobiography. Dean Kane was the one to uh, to take Brooke Shields' uh, virginity. Oh, goodness. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he was. I thought he was a lot younger than her. No, he's a douche. Uh, 
I've heard, <laughs> he's a dude. I've heard and she he's even a... says, she even says, yeah, boy, he's he's horrible now. Look. But at the time, he was really sweet. <laughs> Future sport. I, I, I can't not watch things because people are dicks and douches. I wouldn't have anything to watch. You'd have nothing right, left to watch. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. trust me, there's not a lot of Dean Cain stuff to watch. You're fine. You know, yeah, I'm good. He played that. He was Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. You don't have to struggle too hard to avoid Dean Cain and things. Yeah, it's like (laughs) six or seven things. None of them are worth worth watching. Uh, Well, well done, Uh, Dunaway. uh, You won. So good job. And also kiss our butts. No, you. All right. He's out of here. Good job. Out of here. All right. uh, We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Something I wanted to mention real quick. Later today on the Frog Pants store, um, I'm putting up a four piece zombie bundle. Uh, it will be limited quantity and time on this thing. Here, let me put it up so people can see it. Uh, it will actually be... Oh, you know what? One of the items is, is different, but I'll, I'll explain. Anyway, uh, this is going to be a f- limited edition, five-inch, signed by hand, four of these prints. Uh, we're just calling it the zombie print set. Uh, five by five, full color, of course. These are only going to be 10 bucks, free shipping anywhere. Wow. Wow, and uh, we're going to be handling all that here ourselves. They're going to be there's there'll be some special extra stuff in there as well, but they'll all be hand signed. This arcade machine will be swapped out for this SpongeBob one, and I just didn't have time to do it, but mm. um, that happened late last night, so it's kind of late breaking. But anyway, you got the you got the Zambi, which is Bambi, but as a zombie. You got oh yeah, that's a great one. George yep. Decay instead of uh, 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 George Takai. It's George Decay. Decay. Yep. Uh, you also got a, a blocking dead, uh, uh, undead uh, Lego figurine. <laughs> anyway, uh, this will be up on the store later, so watch for it. It's over at frogpants.com slash store. And like I said, it will be very limited. Uh, who can get them? Very inexpensive and will ship anywhere. Oh. Free shipping. So watch That's for that. That's very cool. Nice. Very excited. Um, okay. We are going to take a break. When we come back from this break, Steven Schleicher will join us. He'll tell us to drink water and also uh, we'll have some stuff to talk about. Okay. (laughs) So that's all coming up after this break. Brian's got to do music for it, though. What do you got? Speaking of uh, Henry Cavill and and a character, a certain character he he, he, he portrayed, could not come up with that word, Cal L in our uh, (laughs) group said, hey, Brian and Scott, my brother and I released a record together this week, and maybe it would be a fun fit for Indie in the Middle. We wrote and produced all the songs together, and we've been calling it our musical antics, the Maltese Falcons, for years. Uh, Hope you enjoy the album and consider it. I'd recommend trying the song Lake Effect. Maybe my guitar parts will catch your ear. Uh, Been a longtime listener, but love the show, though. Signed, Cal. So it's great. I love it when we can do a uh, an indie in the middle. It features someone in our in our little family here. Um, this is uh, the band is the Maltese Falcons from their brand new album, Leaving Hazy Hill. Just came out. Here's the song Lake Effect. It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing I think so It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing Maybe It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing Pretty sure It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay Okay 
my thoughts wander and explore This unknown territory is scary, it's not the norm I thought I had the proper coat to weather any storm Now I'm sitting soaked, knocking on the locked bedroom door The lights are on and the fire's maintained Having trouble getting comfortable when everything's the same My muscles strained from holding on the change The post-its on the fridge explain the story and the shame uh, Tiptoe around the stories, keep them stored on the shelf From when you're bored, say you're bored, please Extra effort to smile, creating sore cheeks Clenching my jaw, start to feel bad for my poor teeth The feng shui is never just mundane New energy's the remedy for breaking up the chain A thought that caught me off guard, got me constrained No more bed in the corner, we moving toward a new age it's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing I think so It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing Maybe It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing Pretty sure It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay Oh snap, I'm back to asking questions Wonder if I'll get any return on my investment Thought I understood the basic rules and the metrics Message was mumbled and jumbled, lost in the congestion Thoughts in my head don't make it into conversations Autocorrecting effect, taking over statements It's a disservice to have them hoarded in the basement But is leaving them unsaid a better replacement? I think I'm good at reading between the lines But halfway through the sentence I get lost in my own mind Simultaneously broken and completely fine Unsustained to try to rationale the reason or the why My monkey brain always taking me outside The moment got me contemplating what's evading me I need to own it, no mistaking that I need to grease my wheels and components Big proponent for embracing where we're going It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing I think so It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing it's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay with what we're doing Pretty sure It's a little bit confusing Have to ask myself if I'm okay Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods For 50 to 80% less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Behind this curtain is something awful, something ugly, something that may be in your home right now. Creepy black mildew stains right there in your shower. Where is it? And we returned. Who was that cool band from a listener again? That cool band is the Maltese Falcons, and a brand new album is called Leaving Hazy Hill. That's the song Lake Effect. Nice. We have Lake Effect here. We get snow. We get uh, crazy snow off the Great Salt Lake all the time, and it's called Lake oh, Effect really? Snow. Yeah. I don't. I there wonder if go. that's what they're doing because I know up in like um, Minnesota, uh, the Dakotas and stuff, they get some Lake Effect. Uh, if you live by a, a big lake and you get just the right weather pattern. Basically, it sucks moisture up from the lake and then turns it into snow immediately, and then you just get hosed by it. Uh, it's pretty great. <laughs> That's yeah, no kidding. That's interesting. So yeah, we don't have that. Uh, we just have the the mountains as you do, and that just kind of lets stuff settle in and sit in one place and dump 
stuff on us. We That's had, true. Uh, you get it in your bowl uh, there. You guys, like 12 you, inches of snow over the weekend. It was crazy. Oh, my Tons gosh. That's a lot. Heavy, heavy, wet snow. Yeah. We got almost entirely rain. We didn't get any snow, really. Mm. Got cold, but it didn't snow. Uh, all right. Steven incoming. Look out. Yay. Look out, everyone. Duck. Here he comes. Uh, where's, his, where's his name? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> there he is. All right. Add him to the call. Get him in here. See what yeah. happens when we do yeah. that. And we play his thing here. And now welcome Steven to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Hey, it's Steven Schleicher with all the dollar bills. What's going on, man? Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Mm. Brian, I always love it when you talk Casa Bonita because it took <laughs> me back mm. to my to the 1980s when we used to go at least once a year for family reunion type stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. You guys would go there. That's You'd funny. make it a place you would go for the family? Yeah, because my um, my dad's family, we would always go. They always lived in Cheyenne, so we'd go up there for oh, Cheyenne days. Sure. And then one night out of the whole week that we would do a big family reunion, it was like, let's drive down to Denver and go to Casa <laughs> And, of course, when you have, wow. like, all my cousins and everything, we're all between the ages of, like, 6 and 14. Mm-hmm. Then you That's know, the perfect age for that place. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I, I think they look forward to seeing you there again, um, Mr. Schleicher. <laughs> well, they'll welcome you back with open arms and uh, and a handout for your 50 bucks. Yeah, and I'm less. Sure, I'm sure they'll go, oh, it's been like 40 years. We haven't seen you. Yeah, less <laughs> less sopapillas than you're used to, though. Get ready for that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's kind of a bummer. Hey, it's good to have you here. Majorspoilers.com, of course, is where you hail from. And uh, we've got a few things to discuss today. For example, you heard you heard that I finally watched Parasite, and we had a little I chat, did. you and I, I was about so that. I so excited. Yeah, you were pretty stoked. Uh, there's a graphic novel in Storyboards by Bong Joon-ho that you can buy right. for this. So if you really are into Parasite, good news. Uh, you I can, thought you might enjoy this, Scott. And, yeah. and maybe also film mm-hmm. uh, aficionados would probably enjoy this, uh, Brian, because yeah. they have this. It's called Parasite, a graphic novel on storyboards. What it actually is, is all of the storyboards that uh, Bong Joon-ho did for the movie, along with his notes from the movie, as well as the um dialogue for each scene so if you're really wanting to see how does a director craft a story and how are storyboards why why do they play an important role in this uh you can go pick it up the hardcover it's only like 18 bucks that's not a bad deal no it's not bad no not at all at all that's pretty good so this is i didn't know the director the director could draw i mean it's 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 not like it's like jaw-dropping art or anything but it's this really cool um I don't know. Look he, at maybe his knows, process. Like, he knows perspective and uh, mm-hmm. and placements and stuff like that. That I think. Yeah, that's cool. I would yeah. like this. Um, Carter wants this. <laughs> it's eighteen bucks. Yeah, and it's, yeah. so that's it's cheap. Uh, where? What else are you going to get for eighteen bucks mm-hmm. in this life? It's not going to Casa Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. You pay a lot more there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's uh, it's interesting. It's also interesting the stuff he laid over photos of places he wanted to use as backdrops. I think that's kind of yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. And then drew on the photos like to show, okay, the character is going to walk from here over to here. Yeah. That's really cool. Man, that brother and sister. What a combo. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, this is very cool. Available now. Let's see. You can get on Kindle as well. But you may as well go hardcover for the I art would. reasons. Yeah, and the that's Kindle. a good coffee table book kind of thing. Yeah, it's only four bucks more or three bucks more. So why yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, very nice. Were, 
you guys earlier were talking about um, the Netflix show, the um, um, Squid Game. Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Squid Game. Have you guys watched Allison in uh, Borderland? No. Tell no, me but more. God, so many people talked about that in chat while we were talking about yeah, Squid Game. Because yeah. I had brought it up, and it's like uh, one day these fr- three friends are skipping school and just doing whatever they do. They go into a restroom, and then something happens. And when they come out, the entire city of Tokyo is cleared out. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they start finding out that they're part of some giant game that uh, people who don't win the game die. And so the the reward is you collect these cards. And if you can complete a full deck of cards, that means you get out of whatever reality that has been created here. It is, it's pretty intense. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got some... Uh... Yeah, so there's a second the, season is out now. Where is this and showing? It's all on Netflix. Netflix, okay. Netflix. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know about this. It, this is also cool. based on a graphic novel. Oh, interesting. They, they compare it to um, Battle Royale, which I watched, that Japanese yeah. film, yeah, yeah, yeah. so bizarre, mm-hmm. and Cube. So it's like, oh, this is these are both uh, these are both things that I like. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely putting this on a list. It's yeah, and cool. at the end of the day, Squid Game's basically Battle Royale, right? It's all, yeah, it it's really like is. Start yeah. with hundreds, get down to one. It's basically uh, or Hunger Games. They just don't give you the weapons. They just they give you marbles. Yeah, they give you marbles and cookies. And uh, good <laughs> and luck cookies. to you. Cookies. What gross got out the most? It, Spit on the cookies. Oh my gosh, those guys licking cookies about killed me. It just about killed me. <laughs> I knew that episode would be tough for you. <laughs> Especially the old guys just licking on that thing like he was yeah. like a deer in a salt block or something. It was gross. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm, you know what? I'm just now adding that to my queue. That looks fun. I'd be into that. I like this yeah, apocalyptic yeah. freaking contest stuff. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's interesting and and some good character developments and you a little bit of Lord of the Flies type stuff going on too. Cool. Now, Two tell me eight episode seasons. How are they? Uh, probably hour long. I'm I guessing. Say, yeah, like an hour long. It's been a while cool. since I've seen them, but yeah, about an hour long. I'm, Sounds about uh, right. Just about done with Peep Show. Uh, my God, that show still continues to be difficult to watch, but. Uh, <laughs> um, but holy cow, there is a character named Dobby in mm, there. Her mm. real name is Debbie, but people call her Dobby. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how they found, how they did the casting for Dobby, but oh my God, uh, the perfect, perfect casting. I got to watch She's that She's like too. a human version of Dobby. Remind me where that was too. Where's that stream? That's on uh, Prime. Prime. Okay. That thing's up. Uh, that's up soon for me. I got to watch that. Yeah. I need I need some uncomfortable British shit. And and they should turn a drinking game into uh, every time Jeremy says, "Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you?" Because he (laughs) says that he says he used to say that like every other episode. Nice. Uh, Let's talk about Philadelphia, the Tom Hanks film that really put him on the actor map. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, that's a comic book. Oh, it's Um, a different thing. Yeah. uh, Something's going. Something happening over at Image Comics. Tell me more. Yeah, this is this is a crazy thing. So, Philadelphia is a series that's been out for several years now. It is about a uh, small town uh, cop. He comes home because uh, to Philadelphia because his father's been murdered, and he starts doing some investigating, and he finds out that Philadelphia is infested with vampires. Mm. Right. Okay. Now, it's so interesting, and that's been going on for so long. But <laughs> starting, was it like two issues ago, I want to say, they have started saying, well, how about we just cross this uh, series over with like other image characters? So last month was Spawn shows up in Philadelphia. This month it is um, uh, Savage Dragon. Oh, yeah, Dracula there he is. Dracula is going to show up. <laughs> Dracula is showing up. Yeah. It is like the weirdest crossover because... 
even though there is supposedly a quote unquote shared universe with all of these image comics, rarely do you get to see them actually do a proper crossover. Yeah, I was going to say, um, unlike Marvel and unlike DC and even sometimes Marvel through Marvel and DC doing this with each other on the rare occasion that they do it, you never see that much at least now, back in the day, it feels like early image, like early 90s yeah. when they first launched. You'd see things like um, Wildcats crossover with Spawn or something. You know, you'd have things like that. Mm-hmm. But it feels like they really got away from it as the, as they were just more and more sort of independent comics with their own worlds and their own stories. Yeah, because it's, it's so much more of uh, indie creator owned type stuff. So the minute you start crossing over, that brings up all sorts of rights issues and who's getting what money or whatever. But in this yeah. case, they're just like, yeah, let's go for it. And it's. It's interesting. If you like vampire horror type stuff, this will probably be a series for you. But just the the I don't know, the gimmicky crossover bit that they have going on is just fascinating. That's interesting. I like vampires and I also like a lot of image stuff. I bet I would like this stuff. Yeah. I'm not even a Savage Dragon fan, but I'm curious about how that crossover goes. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Savage Dragon, probably not a comic for you right now, Scott, because it's uh, no. last couple of years. It has definitely been an X-rated type type. Yeah, Eric Larson still still on that soapbox. Yeah, still, still, doing uh, it. still, okay. still doing it. It's like I'm. If people, uh, you know, it's my comic. I'll do what I want. And if I want to have uh, people engaging in in sex, uh, deviant sex, uh, other types of sex, whatever kind of sex, uh, he'll put it in the page. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's into it. I, I know, I remember, but wasn't there, it was some kind of, it, he was doing it out of some kind of protest in the beginning, though, right? Yes, because he had done something that was relatively tame, and they wanted to, I believe they wanted to censor a cover, and he's like, okay, screw it, I'm just going full on on this. Yeah, and he went, he literally went I full mean, on. the like, most recent issue is just like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe he. I mean, I guess I can. It's an independent comic. The whole point is let yep. the uh, let the creators do what they want to do. But it, but I always felt like if you were a longtime Savage Dragon fan and that that kind of moment happened, the 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 dragging of the needle off the record moment, and then it's been like that since. Would you, as an old time fan, be like, well, dude, dial it back a little? I wasn't here for the porn. I was here for the stories and and the whatnots. I don't know. It just kind of um, seemed weird to me that you'd do that to your fan base. But And, and I don't want to lump all uh, Savage Dragon fans into the same pool, but the couple of Savage Dragon fans that I know uh, have no problem with it, and they were already in – would have been happy if that has, had been how Savage Dragon started. Okay. Well – so the the uh, the porn stuff doesn't bother them. Yeah, I just it just feels like such a sudden change to me. It does. It really does. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Uh, okay, there's that. But now let's talk about an old an old timey thing that people used to love, and then they made the, <laughs> they made a movies in the night or the eighties about it, so that people could relive it again. And guess what? Dick, everyone's favorite Dick is back. Dick Tracy. <laughs> what's what's he doing, Dick Tracy, these days? Yeah, so Dick Tracy, I don't know why this character still continues to survive. Uh, you're right, Scott. For the longest time, just a, a staple in the newspaper, the adventures yeah. of a cop taking down, you know, mobsters and, and bad guys through the Depression and, and after that. And then it kind of faded away. But over the last couple of years, people have been trying to syndicate the comic from King uh, Features. So IDW Publishing had a license for it a few years ago and did some stuff back in 2018. Uh, Dick Tracy was going to be at Archie Comics, but that deal fell through. And now uh, they're bringing Dick Tracy to Mad Cave Studios. And Mm. so if you wanted to see what a... I think this is a modern take on Dick Tracy. Mm. 
then uh, so here you go. Is an Apple Watch now? Uh, <laughs> it, it talks to people on an Apple Watch. Yeah, I will say uh, one of the writers of the series, Alex Segura, is um, is a fantastic mystery writer. So the fact that he's on board with this should be like, hey, we should probably check this out. He's written a lot of mysteries. He worked at Archie for years. Uh, he's got prose books out. So um, I'm kind of behind this just because his name is attached to it. Mm. Hmm. Hey, did you? Sorry, this is completely gear shift, but it reminded me to ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. I know, not that surprising. <laughs> um, did you tell us what your favorite comic was last year? I did. Um, it was the uh, first uh, first uh, episode back. Yeah, uh, did his top. That, uh, so. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember what it was. What did you stuff. pick? What did you pick as your favorite? The top. Oh, one? you would have me going back and and looking to see what that. that <laughs> yeah, was. what was you it? Know. Do you remember uh, what it was? was? <laughs> it was. Hold on, hold on. It's sure, coming sure. up. It was Spider Man, or no, that was in movies, comics. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Oh right, right. Okay, yeah, no, that's for my own benefit because I'd forgotten to write it down, and I really wanted to read whatever it was you said, and then I forgot yeah, what so that all was. Here's the thing: not only is the Jim Zub Conan the Barbarian really good, if you guys remember, and you and I are old enough to remember this, maybe some of our listeners too. Uh, Marvel back in the day, mm. when they were trying to avoid the Comic Code Authority, they had those magazine size Savage Sword of Conan books yeah. that were black and white, really violent, lots of sexy, sexy times going on in that. Um, Titan Comics is bringing that back in black and white in magazine size format, and it's coming later this year. I want to say April. Mm. And so people who are big fans of the Savage Sword of Conan stuff mm-hmm. uh, and want to kind of relive that that uh, oldie timey experience, they are bringing that series back with all new stuff uh, coming up in Savage Sword of Conan. Well, let me see if I can find a date on that. It looks like f- uh, later this month at the end of February. It's 80 pages. So, um, wow. yeah, people might want to check that out, too. Yeah, that seems all right. I'd be down with, with that. I just, yeah, the Jim Zub one, I, I really want to get my hands on, but it's just kind of got me in the mood for some pure Conan. Like, yeah, not, not watered down, try to get a f- fresh audience Conan. I mean, like brutal ass freaking barbarian, barbaric Conan. Uh, just a few weeks ago on the major spoilers podcast, we took a look at um, two Conan stories that were done. One in Savage Sword of Conan and one over at Dark Horse Comics. And it was interesting to just see how a story that's separated like 30, 40 years apart from one another, yeah. how different they can be. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Conan's, Conan's good. There's good Conan stuff out there. Be aware, ladies and gentlemen, that, you know, Conan the Barbarian was created in the 1920s and the 1930s by uh, someone who is uh, maybe not as, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not, not sensitive as, to uh, the the issues of the day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sure. So just be aware that when you're reading that, uh, there's a lot of like yellow peril. And, oh right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's type right. stuff in there. There's there's some stuff that leans kind of into the racist territory mm. for yeah. the time. So you do have to kind of separate uh, the art from the artist and realize what time period it's coming from. That sure. makes sense. Uh, do yourselves a favor, folks, and do your research. 
Uh, well, there you go. And um, not just by going to Facebook. No actual research. No, no, no. <laughs> know what you're know what you're in, in for before you get in. Yeah, just know. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's great, Stephen. As always, it's uh, wonderful to talk to you, and um, we look forward to more uh, next week. Is there any other advice you'd you'd have for us today? <laughs> I, I would, and I can't remember the exact uh, reason why. But my wife has always said because she's a nurse. Before I go in to have my blood sticks done for my blood test, mm-hmm. you should be drinking water and staying hydrated. Not to just stay hydrated, but because it does affect one of your blood tests, depending on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It may show that you've got like, I think it's low salt levels or something. Uh, so uh, drinking a big glass of water before you go get your blood taken is a good idea. Plus, you get to stay hydrated. Hydrated. Bye now. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I just had to wait for it there. Just knew. We just knew it. Yep. yep. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. Let's get a couple other things out of the way. We got one final yeah. text here to read. A thing that made a dude laugh. Oh, good. Uh, Hey there. In the early days of TMS, there was a short segment in which you guys talked about things that bothered you. Words, smells, noises, phrases, etc. I think I called it thing of the day or something. Whatever it was. It was thing of the day, yeah. Uh He says, I'm 95% sure that Scott said, you're not wrong, is a phrase that bothered him. Makes me chuckle every time I hear it. Love the show, though. (laughs) Yeah. It's very possible that I adopted a phrase that I don't like. Because I don't like it. I don't like yeah, you're not I wrong. Yeah, I find that I'm using, I remember I used to complain about, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm finding that I'm that I'm actually using it <laughs> yeah. right now. That one's kind of useful. I use it too. Yeah, it does. It, 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 it comes in handy for things, yes. Yeah. At the end Absolutely. of the day, it's all language. It's all a matter of just, I don't know. Exactly. Knowing when too much is too much. I don't know. I just said exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. And you're not it wrong. Happens, folks. It happens, folks. Exactly. See? Yeah, we did it again. Uh, it's an unending thing. Uh, okay, so tonight, we were going to do this at 6, but I forgot about the Dunaway server thing. So I'm not sure when oh, this yeah. is happening now. Maybe after, maybe before. But tonight sometime, when Carter gets home from work, we are going to stream her and I. And we're going to start doing this every Monday. We're going to just call it Mondays. And me and Carter will do a little dad-daughter stream. Sometimes it might nice. be gaming. Sometimes it's just us chatting. Uh, hanging out, talking about this, the challenges of her generation, uh, talking about her work in the video game world and why that's such a hard business to be in right now. Uh, just kind of her and I hanging out, doing stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So check it out. That'll be uh, on all the streaming channels, which you can find at frogpants.tv. And like I said, we were aiming for six. So he said six Eastern. That's mm-hmm. four here. 4.30, yeah, so 6.30 Eastern, 4.30 here for the... Um, the oh, I can the, still do unreal. this at 6 then. So, you know what? Yeah, I'm still yeah. planning on it then. 6 o'clock tonight Good. is our time. And uh, Carter and I will do that for about an hour. And if you want to come hang out with us, please do. It'll be great. Um, and also, keep your eye on the store because that four-pack print deal will be hitting later today. And will mm-hmm. be, like I'm telling you, very limited, all hand-signed. I'm not probably not going to do it again although if it's if they go really quick we'll do a second run but it's we have to we have to commit to a run and if we do a second run it'll be because of the demand but right now we're planning on just the one run uh it's the four pack zombie prints uh five by five hand signed at frogpants.com slash store so watch for that that's cool brian that's you cool. have an update also, on vegas what's going I, on i do before i get to vegas though, i gotta show this off i, I promised nomic that i wouldn't ship this until uh today uh, but had a commission 3D print, and uh, how awesome! Whoa, as it comes apart, oh. it's two pieces. This is it; just needs to be glued. But I'm gonna let him glue it so I can package or wrap each of these separately. But it is face palm Picard 
3D printed bust of face palm Picard. Oh, had it turned around. That's why I probably wasn't sitting too. Oh, there you go. Nice and solid there. Yeah. Plus, you got the logo so out front. The, the logo is in the front. But uh, do you think he's face yeah, palming because so, his his, uh, his right arm is missing? Is that why he's doing it? Yes. That? It's, it's <laughs> funny that both you and, and I think uh, was it Tanner or somebody during D and D. I showed that to everybody during D and D, and they're like, "Where's his other arm?" Like, well, it's do you see that when you see the Venus de Milo or or <laughs> Not Venus to Milo. Would you see uh, uh, David, Michelangelo's David? Like, oh no, he's got both his arms. It is the Venus to Milo. Yeah, that has no. Yeah, she has no arms. Somebody broke him, no right? Arms. Wasn't that the story? Is somebody no, vandalized I thought, it? Oh, really? I thought he just never did it. Uh, never, I don't remember. We arms. had a whole thing in art history about this, and I don't remember how it went. Part of me thinks there was some vandalism, and the other, and the I other one confirms they broke. That's interesting. I always thought that it was just like you no, know, she. She just never was uh, sculpted with arms, and it's but, weird uh, because it made it the art that it is. Yeah, yeah, the arm, the arms missing are what matters about that thing. And mm-hmm. had someone not broken them, or they just broke any, I don't know how they broke. I thought there was some vandalism, mm-hmm. but that's what makes it the piece that it is. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, all right, so let's make this uh, TMS Vegas announcement. A couple people already know about this, um, but uh, our Tuesday night event, I've been waiting to see if we can get a really good deal on um, like a group rate, and I'm still going to try and do that. So obviously don't pre-buy any tickets just in case. But our Tuesday night event is going to be a brand new thing that just opened up in the Luxor called Play Playground. And um, the video that I saw, Norma Gelly, or is it Jelly? Norma Jelly um, on YouTube does these Las Vegas things. She's 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 interesting. She every uh, it's it's like the, her her way of speaking is very presentery. Mm-hmm. So it's like da 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 So she's very she's very funny. But this is like. Basically, the the best way to describe this is for everybody who's ever been like, I really want to be part of Taskmaster or Taskville, Brian. This is kind of it. Like, it's it's giant. Like, um, they took kind of the idea of giant Jenga and made all these other games and other challenges and contests like kind of uh, 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 giant Jenga style. So you've got, you know that game um, where everything pops out, Perfection? You've got all the oh. little yellow pieces and you got to put the star in the star shape mm-hmm. and the circle in there. Sure. Um, they have a giant one of those that's on a wall and you got to put all the things in the right places before time runs out. They've got a a hallway with neon lights all over the place and you've got a, a ring that you have to walk it down and not touch the metal bar that it sits around mm. the entire way down to the other the other end. Oh, I love it. Um, this place is kind of perfect for our group. And there's a bar in there. There's some tables up top if, you know, the noise gets to you for a while. Heck, just go up, up top with a few people and have a drink and kind of get away from a place. Um, but uh, it is uh, – this place looks great. It's going to be perfect for our Tuesday night group event. And uh, it's called Play Playground, and I think it's $37 bucks for, for all you can all you can play um, for the night we go there. But there's also like a VIP package. There's a couple other things that get you drinks and shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, during the day it says, the info I'm reading says, Play Playground will be open daily for all ages, including children, but the nighttime is reserved for over 21. So it's kind of like the container park area where there's a certain time where yeah. 
becomes for Where it cuts it off yeah. exactly well, and, that's cool uh, and a lot of you might remember the very first tms vegas which was even was was barely even a tms vegas but it was an overnight thing that i challenged that i took on to go from 6 p.m to 6 a.m the next day without getting a hotel room and just be up all night doing stuff in vegas and uh only a few people managed to make it tony and james and um uh, uh, Ambassador Domo, I think was was it Ambassador Domo? I think it was Ambassador Domo. Robert, mm. um, anyway. I know I didn't. <laughs> you didn't make it. I was there, I was there, what, but I didn't do the crawl. I did I couldn't. Yeah, we you, we started out at the MGM arcade area that had a few of things like this, mm-hmm. and I think you and I even did a little dance dance revolution next to each other. Yeah, we did. That was pathetic, but we did it. It was horrible, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is going to be a whole night of doing stuff like that. And this place, I watched the video, and it's like perfect. Shoujo's going to do a little recon in a couple weeks after the Super Bowl and check it out. And nice, and um, it's great. It'll be it'll be a blast. But like Brian says, don't pre-order anything, to, you know, yeah. to get in there yet because we want to see if we can get a group rate still. And it's not like you can do much, you know, by getting it that early anyway. Which reminds no, exactly. me, tickets are on their way yeah. too. So tickets for the event period which includes yeah. your swag bag and your access to everything we're doing. Those will go up sooner than later. I'm trying to hurry up on this. Uh, the problem cool. is you got to get all the swag worked out so then I can show what that is and then figure out the total and blah, blah, blah. And then you guys will have tickets. If I get, if I do this right, you'll all be able to have a ticket buying link before the end of February. So you can lock in your tickets. So even if you've already registered your hotel and all that stuff, that's all great. Um, but well, I will make sure that that's soon. You're not going to have to be sometime in March. I'll make sure you have it sometime this month. Okay. That's the plan. Uh, cool. all right. That's going to do it for the show. Go check out frogpants.com slash TMS for all your needs, your links, your clicks, your Patreon, your everything. It's all there for the taking. It's just up to you to navigate on your device and go there. Yeah. Uh, that's it for us, Brian. Take a take a moment and tell us about a song you want to play here at the end of the take show. Take us away, Brian, with a song. Okay, um, this is a sad one. Going out to Kevin Chu, uh, you know him best as Icor. Uh, he says, "Hey, sail and boat." On January second, I lost my father to cancer. It was all very sudden and unexpected. Since eighteen months prior, he had a clean bill of health. Somehow, in that time, he developed at least three different types of cancer, and a fourth area was never officially diagnosed. We were able to have a last Thanksgiving and Christmas together, which I will always cherish. My father was an immigrant from Hong Kong and moved to California for school, where he met my mom. Could you play going to California for him, since that was the decision which led to me existing? Also, any clips of Brian Dunaway, since he makes me laugh. Your broadcast (laughs) is otherwise entertaining. Signed, Kevin, a.k.a. Icor. Well, I am more than happy to share yeah. a Dunaway clip or two. Um, For sure. Let's see if we can find a good one here. Give us um, a Flash Gordon. Oh, those are always good, right? Yeah, Mingo phone. Mingo phone and all that. Hold on here. Mingo phone. Here it is. Let's play it. Booby slave. <laughs> Booby slave, retrieve me my Mingo phone. I need to contact Flash Gordon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a dork. He is the best, the best dork. Uh, yeah. Anyway, going to California. This is a cover done by uh, Amy Lee, formerly of Evanescence. Uh, she's she's a solo artist who left a uh, successful band. Hmm, wonder mm. if that could fit in anybody's music league. Mm. Uh, the original song done by Led Zeppelin. Here is "Going to California." Spent my days with a woman unkind Smoked 
Dick Digit.